Today is December 31st, 2020, New Year's Eve, and I am sharing with you my annual gratitude journal since it has become a tradition. My name is Anna Zabo from AnnaZabo.com, and this is the Anna Zabo Show. It's about 8.50 p.m. as I'm recording this podcast. I'm in my home by myself amid the global COVID-19 pandemic, and I'm dwelling on God's blessings with a big smile on my face. Let me share what I'm grateful for this year. And I want to start with you, my podcast listeners who leave reviews on iTunes and watch my content on YouTube, and to all of my blog readers, I say thank you. Without you, my Christian ministry would not be where it is today. I will be praying for you at the end of my gratitude journal, so make sure you stick around for that. I'm thankful for everyone who donated in 2020 to support online discipleship for women, my Christian ministry dedicated to helping alleviate suicide among women globally by sharing hope in Christ. The desire of my heart is to encourage and empower Christian women, and I do it by helping you create a joyful life by embracing God's Word. Your donations make a difference. Let me start from the beginning. In 2019, I wanted to become a TEDx speaker and share my idea worth spreading about grief and its value in a process of healing trauma. On January 10th, 2020, I was chosen to be a TEDx speaker at the live audition for TEDx Marietta Square. I delivered my talk called The Healing Power of Self-Pity on September 19th, 2020 at a virtual event amid the pandemic. The video is now available on YouTube. Simply Google The Healing Power of Self-Pity to watch it. I'm grateful that my dream of delivering a TEDx talk came true this year. Sharing my story through my talk from the depth of my heart without any pretense, completely vulnerably, I felt as if I appeared naked on a global stage. I shared the intimate details of my soul, which I had never shared before, and it transformed me, which ultimately resulted in an explosion of content on my Christian blog. I am grateful. I am grateful that after all the content explosions this year, I now have 1,083,934 words of content on my Christian blog for women, all of which I personally wrote, edited, and published for you. There are no employees or freelancers here, no board of directors or interns or even volunteers. It's just me who is doing all this work because I love God and I love helping you. 
In the last three years, since I started online discipleship for women, I birthed 177 spiritual poems and shared all of them for free on my poetry page at anazabo.com forward slash poems. I wrote 52 biblical devotionals and gave them all for free on my Christian community in the form of an ebook. It's called 52 Things God Says About You. I created 95 shirts, sweatshirts, baseball raglans, and other types of encouraging Christian apparel on Amazon. I personally wrote 1,083,000 words of helpful scripture-based content and 83,610 people read my content on my blog across 208 countries. I produced almost 300 YouTube videos and they've been watched 223,946 times worldwide. My Christian podcast, The Enazebo Show, has been downloaded tens of thousands of times globally across 18 different syndication platforms and about 170 people Listen to the Anna Zeba show every single day now. I produced 22 paintings. Each came with a spiritual tale. And I built a Christian store on Etsy with all my art. I also created 242 designs of unique Christian apparel for women on Teespring. All to encourage and empower Christian women with the word of God. And I am so grateful. I'm grateful for everyone who bought me a coffee and even three coffees and also wrote me gratitude notes sharing how my ministry has helped them grow closer to God. Buy Me a Coffee is a new digital platform that allows you to support financially creators just like me if their work adds value to your life. Here are two such gratitude letters from women who are my thankful blog readers. This one is from Lori. She says, I wish I could have coffee with you. Your sharing is helping me heal from a narcissistic mother trauma. At 59, now that she is dead, I can safely discover myself. Another reader said, Thank you so much for your devotionals. I'm still working on number one. I've read it several times. I'm so grateful to have found your sight. I am being filled with Jesus Christ by the day. Many blessings. I am grateful for everyone who left thoughtful and heartfelt blog comments and YouTube comments, letting me know how my work impacted your lives. Your comments help me see how God is working. Your comments, podcast reviews, and donations with gratitude notes attached to them help grow my own faith. Thank you. I'm grateful for my amazing 37th birthday celebration on January 18th this year. It was a vegan feast with 
many friends and I personally prepared all the food. I cooked a wide variety of plant-based dishes and everyone loved all the food. We also had very interesting questions that I personally prepared, handwritten questions to start conversations, and it was very meaningful. We also had many poets at my birthday party present, so we got to share our spoken word art. And my best friend Maria performed a handwritten poem, which she dedicated to my boldness. And this entire year, her poem has been in my nightstand drawer, so that I could get encouraged by it very often. I know that my 38th birthday will be celebrated with Maria one-on-one, and we are going to be socially isolated, just like Joe Biden is asking us to be, but we are going to be joyful and have a great time together. I am grateful that this year, even in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, God has kept me healthy. In fact, this year I've enjoyed the best health of my life, and I'm almost 40 years old. In April, I lost 22 pounds and have kept the weight off this entire year, so I am now at my ideal weight of 116 pounds, size zero, and I feel very strong and energized all the time. My productivity skyrocketed. I look amazing. I feel like myself. After completing many prolonged water fasts, this year I discovered dry fasting. At least once a week now, I fast from both food and water for 24 to 38 hours. I didn't eat or drink anything many times this year for at least a day or two. And this holistic health practice allowed me to enjoy the best wellness I've ever had. I actually produced a dry fasting vlog on my YouTube channel, which I just published a couple of days ago. You can go watch it right now by googling dry fasting vlog Anna Zabo. And it's a very special blessing because I used to be very sick and even was hospitalized for up to 21 days, multiple times a year, year after year. Dry fasting became a game changer for me this year. It optimized my health. It improved my wellness. It gave me so much energy. And I wrote thousands of words of helpful content about prolonged fasting on my Christian blog, to help other people. I even started receiving donations from the fasting blog posts I created. My heart is full of gratitude for the fact that I was able to discover and deploy the fasting lifestyle, write about it, help others, and promote healthy living. I am grateful that in 2020, I was able to take many solo trips and go to the best beaches in America seven times. As a kid, I didn't get to go to the beach, but once. At 18, I traveled to the ocean alone internationally after winning a fully paid all-inclusive trip in a beauty pageant in 2001. 
taking myself to the beach this year so many times helped me grow my faith and heal my trauma. And I also got to minister to many women during my trips, just random strangers whom I got to encourage and empower with the word of God. I wrote a detailed blog post with pictures of my solo travel adventures. You can simply Google Travel Adventures Anna Zabo and get directly to that blog post. I am grateful for both the opportunity to travel and also for my willingness to travel solo. I've had so much fun doing it. I am grateful that this year I worked out almost every day, started practicing yoga, running, and even doing back bridges for the first time in 30 years. As I've continued healing my trauma after my third divorce in 2017, I've continued also improving my relationship with my body. As described in an incredible book I read this year called The Body Keeps the Score. I'm thankful for my body and even wrote a poem about it. I'm thankful for healing my trauma in 2020. Here's my poem. It's called I Love My Body. I used to hate my body, but I love it now. To value and respect it always, I must vow. My body was abused and even prostituted, which led to insecurity so deeply rooted. Rape, bullying, abuse and cruel violence, my body all endured in years of silence. Addictions, illnesses, teen pregnancy, miscarriage and marriage, then divorce, then marriage, marriage. I slept with many men of different ages. My life felt like a play on drama stages. I was brainwashed, confused and really sick. I had to learn to hear my body speak. My body spoke to me through pain and illness, demanding solitude and quiet stillness, requesting vegetables and fruits instead of meat, requiring singleness to heal and feel complete. My body is God's temple for the Holy Spirit. It is a sacred place. My soul is dwelling in it. I needed to be strong, enduring, and contorting. I'm healing it today from decades of distorting. Sex, alcohol, too little exercise and too much food nearly destroyed my body's health for good. Months in a hospital each year was my life's norm. When to the pattern of this world I did conform. At 35, I started to renew my mind. Effective healing ways I planned to find. I started eating whole organic plants to give my body's health its second chance. I started exercising every single day. My health improved in every single way. I'm strong, enduring, flexible and active. I'm single, syllabate, look younger, feel productive. No longer do I drink myself to death. I meditate 
and focus on my breath. I don't avoid my feelings. I am whole. I love my body and my revived soul. I am grateful that in 2020, I read 22 new books. Reading is living for me, and I've been able to read books while walking my 10,000 steps a day outside or at home on a trampoline during rainy days. It's been a year of growth and learning. I read about God, self-improvement, fasting, money, and other topics I really love. Also, I donated 16 books to a library this year, and I am grateful for both being able to buy and give away books. Reading about personal development helped me as a teen cope with abuse at home and also helped me later in life to graduate from four universities, three of them with high honors and two of them on a full scholarship. I'm grateful for my genuine love for books and reading. I'm grateful that I was able to permanently delete my social media in 2020. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter and Yelp. All gone. Permanently. The only place to connect with me personally now is my blog, as well as my Christian podcast, The Anna Zabo Show and my YouTube channel. If you want to know why I deleted social media, feel free to ask in the comments on my blog or YouTube, and I will be glad to share with you. It's been a very wise decision for me, and it improved my life, health, relationships, and overall happiness. I am grateful that Joe Biden will be our president just two days after my 38th birthday. I started a prayer for America on my blog and praying for my country really helped me get through 2020 with all of its political drama and Trump-inflicted trauma. My hope is that in our Georgia runoff election in just a few days, we will be able to flip the Senate blue and heal our wounded country. I thank God for Joe Biden who's been like Esther, called for such a time as this. So I am grateful for all the other elections he lost in the past because I believe that President Biden is exactly who can lead our wounded, exhausted country through this tragic season. I am grateful for Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and for the fact that I voted. I am grateful for journaling, working out daily, cooking at home, eating lots of raw fruits and vegetables every day, reading, meditation, 10,000 steps a day, self-massage, yoga, trampoline exercises, swimming, running, keeping my home clean and organized, my frugal money habits, and all my other healthy habits that have helped me thrive in 2020. I am grateful for my friends who are precious jewels. In 2020, I got to spend a lot of quality time with each of my friends one at a time. 
That's what helped me realize how much I love vulnerable and real, in-person, meaningful relationships. And I deleted my social media. Here's a poem I wrote about my friends. The poem is called Disconnect to Connect. I decided to disconnect from social media. Now I have more time for my real friends. Look up the word social in Wikipedia, meaning interacting, not bot notification sense. I interact with my friends in person for real, by hugging and looking them in the eye. We express genuine joy, sadness, zeal, compassion, curiosity, and we also cry. My real-life friends are interesting people. They fully deserve my undivided attention. Both enticed interaction, our brains can cripple. I prefer genuine friendships over manipulative pretension. Social algorithms nudge people to interact in order to sell their engagement metrics. My real human friendships are not an act and don't violate any rights or data ethics. Spending quality time with my real friends entices interactions that aren't superficial. We don't focus on gossip or latest trends. We aren't exploited by intelligence artificial. We deploy our own intelligence to engage. Our interactions are hard and not bot-driven. We aren't puppets manipulated on stage. Our friendships are not bot but God-driven. I love wholeheartedly my real-life friends. I care about them and write them poems. I can't consent to insane cultural trends. My real friends, to me, are valuable jewels. My 2020 has been a year of healing, and I was even able to produce a short autobiography, which is called Getting to Know Anna Zabo. By googling Getting to Know Anna Zabo, you can get directly to my article and learn everything you ever wanted to know about my life, how I was raised, how I experienced mother-daughter incest when I was molested by my mother, and how everything later in my life was defined by those experiences. Trauma and a lot of drama. Torture and tormenting I endured and a lot of cruelty in my life. And how that led to my three marriages and three divorces. With all of its up and downs, 2020 is another amazing year and I am grateful for it. And also I'm grateful for you being a part of my life and my ministry. Let me pray for you. Father God, I am praying for the woman listening to this right now. Bless her, Father. Bring her peace and joy. Fill her heart with faith and zeal for life. Reveal your unconditional love to her. Comfort her during seasons of doubt and fear. Promote her financially. Strengthen her spirit and body. Heal her heart. In Jesus' name, 
Amen.